ever happened to a meritocracy? The class rank, the GPA, even SAT. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, aka Lupita's fan account. Okay, so one thing that I said I was going to start doing was have a song prepared because I want to sing a song. <laughs> if you know it, <laughs> sing along. <laughs> I ain't <playing> oh, <laughs> See, you threw me for a loop with the <laughs> Lupita fan because I was like, whatever, because typically whatever you put on there for your name, because y'all do you have a different name every week. Like every yeah. week is a different name. And <laughs> normally whatever you put on there, like a song will pop in my head. It it will inspire uh-huh. a song some kind of way. It didn't happen today. And I don't know why. All I actually, it did happen, but it wasn't a song. <laughs> when I saw, when I saw Lupita fan account, I just went, doop, doop. <laughs> Dora Milaje, but still <laughs> in my head, I just went doop, doop. <laughs> so anyway, welcome back, guys. Um, Doyen, how's everything going with you? It's good. Um, once again, I just had a weekend that's busier than I intended it to be, and then it got busy. So Saturday, booked and busy, baby. <laughs> Saturday, I had like one thing to do. Uh, and then on the other side of town, I had something to do. And then after that, my line sister was like, hey, you want to go to St. Patrick's stuff? And I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> we, funny enough, it was in Addison. So Addison's kind of like north, I'll call it north, kind of suburby. So we went to this bar. It's like kind of a black bar in Addison. Addison's not super duper black, but it's a black bar in Addison. So we're expecting we just diddy bop in there and nobody's in there. It was full. Like there was like a line outside. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. So we went around the corner and the other bar, it was pretty much all white people, but they had a Jameson rep there. So she kept giving us shots to Jameson. And that made me happy. <laughs> mm, that made me jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those like nights. Sunday morning, I woke up. I was like, "Oh, you still alive? Cool." <laughs> <laughs> Especially after green beer. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know why. Every year, I'm like, I have to have a green beer. It's like the the cheapest yeah. beer there is, and I don't know why I forget that it's just gonna taste that watery until i take a sip and i'm like well you gotta commit to it <laughs> you as, have this whole cup <laughs> as festive as i pretend to be that is one thing i've never done i've never had the green beer on saint patty's yeah this year was weird because saint patty's was on sunday 
And so all of a sudden, Texas wants to be like fake Turkey and nobody had parties on Sunday. <laughs> true. Okay, grow up, true, kid. true. <laughs> so, what are you drinking? Um, oddly enough, I'm drinking a beer. Um, I've, I've had Can it you before. Have me yeah. <laughs> what are you eating? <laughs> I, I'm, I call myself eating these cheese puffs. I thought this would be quieter than regular <laughs> chips. Mind you, I only buy the I buy these for my one year old niece. Like she's the only one who eats these. But also, but, the bag makes noise. Like pour it out a plate or something. Well, just call me out, then. I'm just gonna put them over here and I'm just gonna leave them be. And when I'm hungover later on, I'm just gonna blame Doya. Honestly, I had to stop by the craft store. And they had the little, like, bags of pecan sandy cookies. So I bought them. And I thought about eating them during the pot. But I was like, ain't no way I'm going to be able to, like, hide that. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what are you drinking? I'm just drinking a blood and honey beer. I've talked about it before. It's a Texas brand revolver brewing. And it's really tasty. I like it. Hmm. And it's easy. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, well, as you know, I try to do the very least on the weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> so I've just decided to just talk about what I watch. <laughs> um <laughs> I finished Russian doll. It is so good. Um, I will for a lot of people, I think it may be slow to pick up. It wasn't slow to me. But I like story building and I like character building. And I find a lot of people, you know, tend to feel like, oh, that moves too slow. But I loved it. And as always, I watched American Gods. Listen, y'all need to get, y'all need to tune into American Gods and make sure they get renewed for season three because it's awesome. And I don't know why y'all being late to the party. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Russian dolls, there is this book I read called Bring Me Back, and she just kept putting like those, like you know, the nesting dolls all uh-huh. over that story. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why do you keep put? Why is this a central part of the story? <laughs> See, the, okay, so there was only one scene that had the nesting dolls, I think, but. They're spooky to me. <laughs> I don't know why. They are spooky to me. I just, I'm just not that interested. I, uh, they just, I, I don't know what it is. I feel like people made it spooky. Like, I think they, by themselves, kind of like clowns were okay. And then people just made it spooky. And now we can't. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, that's about all I did. Oh, of course. And I, wa- I watched the part two of the Adnan case. And I was telling, you know, Doyen them in the group chat that I, when I listened to this on Serial initially, I don't really remember noting that this all took place in Baltimore, but it did. <laughs> and watching this now with eyes from the wire, <laughs> Doyen wouldn't know much about that. I but, watched um, a whole <laughs> season. Halfway. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> I was in attendance no, while it was it, going on. You were definitely in attendance. I will I will give you credit for that. But yeah, watching it with those eyes, like the police the police are full of shit in Baltimore. That's just the bottom line. And I feel like that 
in itself is enough for him to get a new case because oh god anyway oh and another point i wanted to make i didn't know how to word this so doya maybe you can help me because <laughs> i was gonna tweet it but then i didn't know how to word it properly but it's like when you talk to anybody white who has listened to the case on serial versus anybody else everybody white that i know anyway always says oh he did it and it's just always weird how what i hear from white are so it's it's so different from what i hear from everybody else like i hear a mixture of things from other people but most people non-white say the same thing that i say it's like uh i mean i really don't know there's not enough evidence to convince me that he did it. There's not enough to convince me that he didn't do it. But like the one thing I am absolutely sure of is that he should not have been convicted because you could poke too many holes in that. Yeah. Like it's too substantial. He should have never been convicted. But it's just weird to me how every single last white person I know always says, oh, he did it. Mm. Am I just am I just reaching? Maybe I think the whites that surround you are somewhat different from the whites that surround me. <laughs> if you think, but even even whites that were like on podcasts that I listened to uh, were saying, "Oh, he did it." But see, I was like, <laughs> my biggest thing was like his like friend that could like tell exactly how he did all of that, and I was just exactly. like, but he wasn't there. He had way exactly. too many details for him. Exactly. Because, like, cause who sits down and tells people exactly how they murdered somebody? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Especially if you don't want to actually get caught for murdering somebody. Um, exactly. Yeah, I've never heard, I don't think I remember anybody that I've talked to about it saying that they thought he did it. I need, I need to be friends with your friends. <laughs> Anyway, enough on Adnan. I'm just saying, don't think that you don't need to watch the documentary just because you listen to it on Serial. Yeah. Because it definitely brings up new stuff and paints things in a different light. Also, Black really don't crack. Okay, so. <laughs> listen, all those people are like my age or a year or two older. And I'm just going to say some of them looked what is what's the phrase road hard and worn wet <laughs> whatever the phrase the some of them look like they had a hard life <laughs> <laughs> yes. but all and i'm i'm not i'm not calling i'm not saying anything i'm just saying what i'm saying all of the black women <laughs> look good <laughs> except for one but she looked old in her high school people. so she just looked like an old lady like that's just how her face was made but but her skin still looked nice. Everybody looked good. Yeah. All of the black women looked really good. Mm-hmm. They looked like my friends when they were showing other women mm-hmm. and men as well. I was like, they look like your mom's friends. There's no way we're the same age, right? <laughs> I was like, there's no way we're the same age. Wow. Anyway, so what are you drinking? Talk about that. I am drinking a um. Kind of, sort of, vodka tonic. <laughs> so I have um, effing cucumber vodka. Mm. And I made a 
vodka tonic at first with the tonic water and a little bit of lime. And it was really good. But then I realized I could just use Sprite and not have to go through all the extra. Uh, (laughs) So I'm drinking it with Sprite. (laughs) I do like, stop it. (laughs) I do like, I did like the taste better. It tastes really good with Sprite. It does. But I like the taste better with the tonic water only because there's really no competing flavor. Um, so you really get the full, because I only put like a splash of lime in there. So you get the full cucumber. It's very refreshing. It's very appropriate for like a hot summer day. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving along to our current event. So, again, I feel like I get a lot of my articles from Vice. <laughs> I just really like Vice. But, uh, like Vice. So, they were talking about how black actresses are calling out Hollywood for making them do their own. So, they don't seem to be adding natural hairstylists to studio budgets. Yeah. Um, it started off when Olivia and YK posted on Instagram venting that no hairstylist at the shoot she was on knew how to work with her natural hair. And it sparked a much bigger conversation, including like Insecure, which is all black. <laughs> right. Insecure is Natasha Rothwell and Gabriel Union, um, where they just voiced their frustration. I don't think she was speaking about Insecure specifically. Though. Yeah, I, I hope to and pray to God that she wasn't talking about Insecure specifically, but I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> I don't think she did because Issa chimed in and she made it a point to talk about how she made sure that there was somebody. Gotcha. Uh, so maybe she wasn't. Yeah, you're right. But... um. Yeah, it was just, even, like, I remember when my friend got married, um, I had to bring out my own makeup because, A, I was the only black person. (laughs) And they just didn't have, you know, stuff for me. But it's just, like, if you're... Yes. Yes. That's what I was about to say. Like, if you're a makeup artist, you should be prepared for whomever walks in the room. Right. Like, especially for, like, TV. Like, I get it. It was a movie. I mean, a wedding. It was a one event. But, uh, but if I'm paying you to do makeup for my wedding, I just feel like it's true. <laughs> you should be prepared. Yeah. Um, when Yvette Brown, I think that's her name. <laughs> like I know her face, but I get her name mixed up. Anyway, she mentioned like being on set for a movie once, and they were like, "Um, um, oh yeah, girl, you look fine. You you good." <laughs> and she's like she looked a mess yeah and she you know that taught her to be prepared from now on yeah yeah i've done it before uh, where i did like that... a free like clinique face and i was like girl <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> the uh gabrielle made a good point about the unions because i didn't realize that and that does give an extra layer of Really just trying to keep us out. <sighs> I'm just tired. I'm just tired of this week. Like, if I went around this world not wanting to learn anything about white people or <laughs> how to work with white people at all, I couldn't do anything. 
but right. they had to just ignore our existence <clears throat> and still succeed. And it's not okay. <laughs> but hopefully, for them being more vocal, maybe, you know, yeah. the mass crowd can get angry with them and maybe they can make some changes. Yeah. <laughs> this other one was hilarious. So, um, I don't know. If you've been a part or if you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta for a while, um, <laughs> you know about the time that Phaedra was like lying on candy, talking about, yeah, uh, <laughs> she wanted to like get Portia in her dungeon and do like sexual things to her, her and her husband, <laughs> and it very much got her thrown off the show. I'm like, Phaedra, that wasn't even a necessary lie, <laughs> like, why did you do that? But, um, right, yeah, but uh, candy's always. One to get her coins. <laughs> she definitely is. So no matter what, she kind of flipped it into like a sexy burlesque show. <laughs> yes. And she invited her castmates into the dungeon on, I guess, a recent episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, which makes it even Listen. more funny. <laughs> I'm so far behind Girl. on Housewives because I don't really... I, I really don't watch it that much anymore. Like, I watch it every now and again during my lunch if I just need something to look at. So I haven't seen that episode. Yeah. But when I first heard about this, I... I just cackled. <laughs> it was so... What, what was so funny is because I was really shocked that Candy gave it that name <laughs> because she was so off-put by the sex dungeon. That I just couldn't believe it. And I was tickled because I was thinking like you. I was like, oh my God, Candy would do anything for a coin. But I will say this. After I read the article um, that you sent, that you put in the show notes, I felt a little different about it. Because for one, I didn't know what it was. I didn't, I didn't know what yeah. it was. But to see that it's a burlesque show, I feel, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy for her and it makes me feel a little proud of her because I don't know any famous black women in burlesque there may be some and I just don't know the only famous burlesque person I know is Vita Mm. Um, what do you call it used to um, Nene used to do that show in um, Vegas (laughs) okay okay Uh, okay and uh, (laughs) But definitely don't know of an all black burlesque mm-hmm. show. So, and you know what? I take that back going in. I think I heard that Nene did a good job when she did that too. So I, I take that little Nene shade back. <laughs> but still, Nene is not known for yeah. burlesque. And so I, I actually can, I commend Candy for opening this, uh, open, uh, opening this avenue to black women where, you know, I'm sure there are plenty awesome black women who participate in burlesque shows, but don't get the light that they deserve. I just bet you she's selling her candy coated stuff in the. <laughs> you know, she in the hallways. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> she gonna have she gonna have that and tags boutique. <laughs> You know, you know she is, and copies of whatever her last CD was. Candy right. don't miss a beat. You I mean, her I coin. laugh, but she's yeah. rich. And she's the only one that's rich. <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know when both 
Portia and Kenya got men and that's all they wanted to talk about, that's when I stopped watching the show. <laughs> I was like, y'all are being really yeah. annoying. <laughs> I just, I don't even really watch it anymore. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. Kind of boring Congrats, now. Candy. Um, yeah. She, she's doing that thing. Side note. What? I got a message in a group in a group chat about it going to see the dungeon mm-hmm. show. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. going. <laughs> well, where she's having it in Dallas is like huge, and it's one of those places where you don't really sit. So I'm like, I'm not about to try to see over people for a burlesque show. Like, I'm not gonna be standing and watching this. <laughs> see, that's part of the reason why I was like, no, I don't think I really want to go. It's because, like, the little clips that I've seen on Instagram, it looks very interactive. And I don't want to interact. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. Moving along. <laughs> um, so, honestly, like, I feel like I have kind of been, I haven't been seeing it for Death's Hilarious for a while anyways. Oh. I've never found her funny. Yeah. Ever. I thought she was a pretty girl, but I've never found her funny. There were some things, but then she just started running her mouth. But um, for her to do what she did and kind of like... Okay, so what she did was she got these four Sikh people thrown off the plane because she was uncomfortable because they had turbans on. This was a day after that horrible massacre in New Zealand. But it also super pisses me off because Muslims and Sikhs are not the same. Just because they they're have a turban doesn't mean they're worried about you. They're just trying to get from point A to B just like you. To point B. So she wanted to get on Facebook and, not Facebook, on social media and brag about it. Like, she thought that just because we all, I don't know, she thought that we... I don't know, like, did she think we're, like, anti-Muslim people or something? I don't know. I don't know what what audience she thought she was playing into, but people were like, no, like, that's xenophobic as fuck, you know, for you to be like, again, these people are not even Muslim. I'm not even saying, like, oh, no, I believe there, I know a lot of great Muslim people. I don't believe they're all terrorists. I think it is just a very few. But at the same time, these people are not even that. <laughs> They're an entirely different right. group. <laughs> but you don't know that because you're stupid. <laughs> and and that's it. Just being ignorant. And I don't, I don't know. I wanna, I I, I wanna be clear and make sure we we're like because I'm about to really get her about not being responsible right. with her platform. I want to make sure that we're because I'm not sure if she got them put off, but. She definitely rejoiced in them being yeah. put off, and she definitely got, you know, I just, I don't, you know, I don't know how to feel. I don't know what whether to be upset with her or to really pity her, because, girl, are you that slow? And also, are you so... Like, maybe she hasn't, re- which, I don't know. I don't know. Just never mind. I just I just don't understand why she did it. And I have been on planes before, 
and been afraid. I'm not gonna lie. One time I saw this dirty looking uh, white man on the plane, <laughs> and was especially with my profession. I am so like patient, and so I have so much empathy for people who suffer from mental mm-hmm. illnesses. But he seemed like something was going mm-hmm. on with him. And it was freaking mm-hmm. me the fuck out. But you know what I didn't do? I did not get on social media and like start talking about it or filming him. Because for one, I hate that. Like I, I do not believe in taking pictures of people without right. their consent or filming people mm-hmm. without their consent. But I, you know, I said a prayer and was like, God got it and right. I'm gonna move on <laughs> because like she can't be this irresponsible. Mm-hmm. I think I'm responding to her um to her stance of i'm scared and if i'm scared i'm just scared you know what bet i I can't i i cannot police your feelings even though your feelings are rooted in ignorance your feelings are yours and i cannot police that however respect the fact that you have a huge platform Mm -hmm. now and i know that she may not perceive it this way but what you're doing is spewing hate and you need to be more responsible than that like you really do like I don't expect that because in the little write-up they made a comment about people saying you know that this is not uncommon with a lot of black Christians and I think that that probably is the case with a lot of older people but not even all of them and I also think that it's just most of the time rooted Mm -hmm. in ignorance and for someone her she's young and she's like she has a huge social media you know mm-hmm. present i just don't feel like she should be this yeah. ignorant somebody said she was 26 i did not realize she was that young <laughs> but um <laughs> i mean i was giving her a strong 34, <laughs> yeah we're like 26 if she if she says she 26 I, yeah i mean i might need to see somebody right, i'm just like at the end of the day like yeah, I was. I think I was flying to India, and you know, I watch and take it way too many times. So there is this like Eastern European guy, and he was sleeping, and like the flight attendant like bumped him a little bit, and he like started like cussing her out, <laughs> like woke up cussing her out. So I was like, holy <laughs> shit! And so like <laughs> uh, he was like, where y'all going? I'm like, oh, India. He's like, where y'all going in India? I'm like, oh, this is there. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the closest to being scared oh and then some random drunk white guy on the plane but I was just like uh. see I think this was the <laughs> white guy that got me scared too but the thing about it is you didn't get on social yeah. media and you didn't take pictures of this person right. or fi- cause she films uh, them like bitch what is I'm like don't get me started about the statistics of terrorism and <laughs> in the past few years in the United okay. States and them all being white because men. Because <laughs> you know who they are? Um, white right. Christians. They're far more Christian terrorists than mm. anything else. Right. So, <laughs> girl. You're like getting all of them off the plane. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, but- I, I'm, I'm ready for them to counsel her anyway because this is not her first right. time like doing something stupid, and it's always been like she teeters. She keeps her toe mm-hmm. on that line. She teeters with it, and it's time to just let her go. See, ahead I think um, a lot of people historically, or like as of late, have felt like comedians could teeter that line. But I'm like, 
you don't have to be borderline offensive to make me laugh. You can just make me laugh. <laughs> and what what worked in the what 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 artists got away with in the nineties? Right. <laughs> you can't you do can't. that today. And a lot of comedians have even a lot of older comedians have even come and said. Even Martin said, "Yo, I don't think the the Martin show." Right. <laughs> From back in the day would fly today. He's like, nah, nah, nah. If we ever came back, we would definitely have right. to like redo a the lot boondocks. of stuff. Like, that would never fly today. <laughs> right. It's just well, like at least I mean, people might have been offended before, but they didn't have a platform. Now there is. And so Right. Yeah. Right. And it offends more people because now stuff offends me. Whereas, you know, when I'm watching older shows, even sometimes watching Golden Girls. <laughs> Like Sophia will say something, and I'm like, uh. Right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna laugh because this is recorded in the '80s. <laughs> That's me in Sex in the City, but anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I yeah, she needs. I don't know what she needs. She needs an older friend. Okay. <laughs> You're like okay. No, the next one was. Marvel, Marvel does good some days, and then other days they just they just don't. Yeah. So basically, they made this whole Avengers Endgame poster completely decided, even though they used her picture, didn't um list is her name Denai. Um, I just call her. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, I did too. But, uh, <laughs> I think it Denai. is pronounced Denai. That's what. But- uh, phonics Tati. Uh, <laughs> but basically, they just left her entirely off the top building, billing of the poster and put her in tiny print at the bottom. And I'm just like, um, yeah. why did you think in um, Pulse Black Panther America <laughs> that you could just skip right. her? <laughs> if she was important enough for right. her picture to be there, and she's important enough for her name to get top billing. And Twitter was quick to point out that they put Bradley Cooper's name on there. And I had no idea he was the voice <laughs> of the <laughs> I think I knew that, but yeah. Because I was like, what they put right. his name on there for? And then they were like, oh, he's the voice of... I had no idea. So, like, if the right. raccoon can get his name up there, then come on. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> But they tried it and they dragged the fuck out of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to see, like, it's good for big companies to see the power of Black Twitter. Like, right. they get things done. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they send out the new poster and they send it out, like, Oh, this is the way it should have been all along. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to say we messed up and this is the way we should have done it, or if they were trying to pass off that somehow we just got the wrong version and <laughs> that wasn't the Honestly, right one. Honestly, sometimes like, like I be messing up and I'm like, oh no, you you saw the wrong one. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, so I don't I, I don't know which one they were trying to say. Because it was like because they're they're okay, I I found it. Their complete statement was she should have been up there yeah. all this time. So I was like, so 
what are you saying? Are you saying we saw the wrong thing? Or are you saying you recognize your oversight? Like right. what, um, <laughs> what I feel that? like as an apology, anyway, they, they would should have like swapped out her for um Iron Man. <laughs> okay. Now that's how you apologize. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I like Iron Man. Yeah, I really Captain don't America. like I'm not here for Captain America. <laughs> Neither. I'm assuming <laughs> sis is gonna be gone from next movie. So <laughs> put her there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I've decided in my heart to forgive Marvel. Also, I can't keep canceling everybody I love. Marvel just gotta call me a nigga to my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, and then it would be like, you didn't say that. <laughs> you gotta be like, oh, you said it with an A because we home. We get home. Okay, okay, okay. It's gonna be a lot together, Oh, okay. Lord. <laughs> they have to like publicly like, really support Trump and call me a nigga to my face and slap my mom. I mean, really. <laughs> Right. It's gonna be a lot. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna have to do a lot. <laughs> I'm glad they corrected yeah. their mistake. I'm though. glad for that. It's really funny because I've been talking about going to see Captain Marvel. I didn't really know what Captain Marvel was about. I thought that was when we were gonna kick Thanos's ass. And then I saw the preview for Endgame, and I was like, you know what? I don't know what's happening on Captain Marvel. It turns out. <laughs> Just her back well, I haven't, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, it's yeah. it's backstory. And once again, I love that sort of thing, so I'm gonna go see it. Um, when I tried to go see it, everybody, <laughs> I'm sitting there, I've got I'm reclined, I got the seat oh, warmer on, I'm ready, and in comes an entire daycare. <laughs> I'm talking toddlers, okay. And they come in and they already loud and about two or three of them already crying. And I was like, oh, fuck. And and one of them, like, every time, so it was like maybe three adults with all the kids and they were, at least they weren't sitting close to me. They were sitting like towards the front, but they were trying to like (laughs) wrangle them all in there. And then one of the kids, every time the adult Mm. moved away from him, he just bust out crying. And I thought to myself, I was like, okay, you know what? Mind you, (laughs) y'all, the previews had already played and the movie was just starting. And I thought to myself, I'm going to give y'all a solid 10 minutes to get these kids under control. And then, like, five seconds later, (laughs) I realized, you know what? This movie is a little bit over two hours. There's no way Mm -hmm. these babies going to make it through that. Some of them, uh, they're all going to get sleepy. Some of them are going to go to sleep, but the others are going to fight that sleep. So you know what I'm going to do? Get my fucking money back. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and, the wo- and the woman was sitting next to me. White women are so. <laughs> She's like, can we go ready? I was like gathering up all my stuff. Because I wasn't leaving my popcorn or my drink. Okay, it was coming with me. So I was gathering up all my stuff. And she's like, oh, you're going? You're going already? I said, yes, ma'am. I wanted to say, hell, you better be glad I didn't leave when y'all sat down. Because she brought a five or six-year-old. But he sat down. He did like he was told. 
So I was like, okay, maybe me and him gonna make it. <laughs> maybe we gonna make yeah, it. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do um, it, y'all. I couldn't do it. I cannot stand excess yeah. noise at the movie. Yeah, so I'm gonna go see it this weekend with my boyfriend. But also, he said we had to watch Us. <laughs> the Jordan Peele movie. <laughs> oh, no, I'm right, scared of that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Listen, Lupita has been killing it mm-hmm. on the red carpet for the whole promo of this movie. But why she looks the so fact scary? That, like, like, she looks did. so scary on the red carpet. I can't even, I can't even look at her. And I I love Lupita so much. Like, she's a person that I like to look at, and it just mm-hmm. makes me happy when I look at her. But she's been looking so scary for all the promo for this movie, and I can't do it. I can't. <sighs> yeah. The, when I saw the cover, like, the poster of her with that one tear, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I can't do this. Because <laughs> I think the thing about it is, like, the social commentary on this one is going to be about us. <laughs> like, us as Black people. <laughs> I like Ugh. get out was funny because it was about like Kiki <laughs> and white people, but this one's gonna be about us, right? <laughs> and I don't have time. <laughs> so basically, y'all gonna make me have to get a boyfriend just so <laughs> just so you can go with me Pretty to much. see. You <laughs> don't have to do something. Send that uh you up oh, text at two thirty oh p.m. <laughs> oh God. You know what? I'll go with my no. My dad talks during movies. I was about to say I'll go with my dad, but he, he talks. He's too friendly. He talks to everybody around him. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? Y'all all right? Y'all all right? All right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, the next one was I think but um, Danae Aika. I said I don't know. It was weird to me that it was alive, but you know she's a celebrity. So. Anyways, but they say that she's pregnant. <laughs> so I saw on Twitter today, I didn't say this, but they said she got back on live and said that she wasn't mm. pregnant, but I don't know. What do you think, Dorian, after seeing that video? I don't know. <laughs> Did you not see the video? <laughs> Dorian, it was all of 15 seconds. Come on! <laughs> So, Janae Aiko gets on her live, and they're at a restaurant or something, and then one of her friends in the background goes, so are you going to do a gender reveal, or, and she kind of has this look of panic come across her face, and and then, and somebody goes, cut it off, cut it off. She don't lie. She don't lie. <laughs> and then she just kind of like drops her head. And then an older man comes into view and he puts his hand, <laughs> he puts his hand in front of the phone as if we haven't already seen this person ask her about a gender reveal. <laughs> and it was like too late. But they said she got back on and said she wasn't pregnant, but I don't know. But anyway, all I'm saying is, if ever you decide to do a podcast, make sure that you get a partner who's going to at least look at the <laughs> clip that you send them. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It was 15 seconds. It was 15 seconds. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is a cardinal flaw. I mean, I can't watch videos. <laughs> 15 seconds. 
Y'all, I'm doing the best I can with her. I'm doing the best I can. Congrats. Or maybe oh, Lord. Not. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't ask your opinion on the video. So let's move on to the next topic. So we can talk about 21. I did listen to like five seconds of him singing Fantasia. And it was beautiful. <laughs> so um, apparently Chris has a theme for rappers singing Fantasia. And they're Black Boy Joy. And so we just want to talk. He sang more than Fantasia. <laughs> and I went out of my way to do a screen recording because it was on his Insta story and I didn't want it to disappear without you having seen it. So I recorded him on Insta story, screenshot with my phone. Not only y'all, not only did I take a screen recording with my phone, but I went back into the screen recording <laughs> and edited it to cut out all the other shit that was it. So the iCloud one confused me on my phone and I didn't know what to do and I got shot and scared. And so, because I was at work trying to like pay attention to it. And I was like, you thought I somebody airdropped you something? So 21 basically just loves R&B. <laughs> like, he loves R&B. But the yeah. Fantasia one is the best one because he was singing that with his heart. <laughs> he was singing it with his heart. But he also sang Mary, not gonna cry. <laughs> and he was singing Changing Faces, fooling around, which, side note, so the other day when I was in the car, um, Changing Faces, Get Out came on, which used to be my favorite song. So I'm singing my heart out, and I'm get old, UT, you know, and then it gets to the end where R. Kelly comes in. And I said, I mean, out loud in the car to myself, I said, Oh fuck! <laughs> and I just <laughs> which there is another version without R. Kelly, so I I need to make sure I download the other one. But it made me so <laughs> mad because I was really enjoying that song. <laughs> but anyway, Twenty One just I love. I mean, and he does this quite often. This isn't something that he just started doing. He does it quite often, and I love it. I love to see him take joy and R and B. And you know, I this. Mm-hmm. this sounds crazy but one thing that I love about when he sings is he doesn't make it a point to change the words so when the singer says boy because <laughs> she's singing to a boy he's not so caught up in his masculinity that he has to change it to, he's saying the song mm-hmm. just as it is and I love that I love that because I- sing the song like it is like when I'm right. singing in the car I don't change you know, girl to boy, I sing it like it is. Yeah, I was listening to a random white person cover of Countdown, and he switched it to girl, and I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, please return that See? to the right lyric. Yeah, but he does that a lot, and um, we love 21, and we're just sending him all the love and light, and just keep having your black boy joy, because yeah. we need it. We like it. Um, and if he ever wants to come on the pod and sing, I will listen to that. <laughs> uh, whatever. So moving along to our someone something. Wait, wait. We gotta talk about Aunt Becky. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> y'all, Doyen tries to keep me on track, and she's trying to make sure, like, I don't talk too much, and the show don't last too long, but we gotta talk about Aunt Becky. <laughs> Because the thing about it, to me, is like... What? What's going on? 
Y'all are going to jail. <laughs> Do y'all, why is everybody so shocked that white people are trying to game the system? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I just don't, I guess, I guess the thing for me is the amount of money. Because it's mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of money to pay for. Like, that's a lot of money. You can, <laughs> you I feel like eat- you can spend the money, like, tutoring your mediocre ass child. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why are you spending so much money for fraud when you could just <laughs> get him a tutor? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. So I was like, because I was used to be a big, I watched all of Desperate Housewives. Yeah, so I, like, I could see it coming from Lynette Scavo, but Aunt Becky. <laughs> But then somebody was like, oh, they did try to cheat to get the twins in preschool. I was like, you know what? You're right. And when, listen, when I read that, I was like, this is something. But I'm like you. I said from the beginning, this is something Lynette would do. This is definitely oh, yeah, totally. something Lynette <laughs> I just don't, like, I don't know. I guess yeah. what I don't understand is like, Okay, so for that amount of money, and I'm really not trying to be funny, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. Aunt Becky's daughter is like a influencer, I guess. I'm probably mm-hmm. throwing that time around lightly, but she has a YouTube following. And all I'm saying is for that amount of money that you spent trying to get her into school, hell, you could have bought some followers or bought some likes, and then she could have got yeah. those big YouTube checks. I'm like, y'all don't even know how to flip money. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You ain't no real hustler. You don't even know how to flip money. Like, it was just, it it was, and the girl clearly didn't want to go to school. She didn't want to go to school. I just, and they said that um, one of the, um, I forgot the words that you call them, but the people who type out what you say and why you in court, stenographer. (laughs) they were saying that one of the stenographers said that like Lynette and I'm sorry I don't know these people's real names but like Lynette was very um apologetic like she she looked shamed when she came for the whatever deposition whatever I'm just gonna call some words I feel like I know what they mean she was she looked like very remorseful like she was shamed she was embarrassed but Aunt Becky came in there arrogant as fuck and I believe it Somebody said they're gonna try to buy lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I love Twitter, but yeah, I was just like, mm. I mean, it just cracked me. You up know, it's gonna be like, a lifetime movie, though. <laughs> like you know it I is. Like and then people bring back Abigail Fisher. It don't happen. It don't matter what happens. <laughs> we always gonna bring oh, her up as an example. Oh my god! It's just. And it's like, we knew these things, we know these things take place, we knew that this is something that always goes on, but I guess just to see it, like, so flippant in your face, just kind of, you know, it just Mm. makes you upset, and then it makes you angry, like, I got mad at, I got mad at my parents. (laughs) (laughs) For not paying your way into UCLA. And the thing about it is, like, I mean, I 
worked in school. I worked in college, mm-hmm. and I worked in high school, too, which me working in high school was purely my choice because my mom my mom didn't want me to. Now, my dad was all for it. My mom and my granny didn't want me to, but my mom was like, well, since you're working, <laughs> you're going to pay. Like, I had to pay for my prom fees. I had to pay for, like, half of my senior stuff. I had to pay for half of my class ring, and that shit, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, this is different. This is just different. <laughs> like, I, I just, it makes me angry with my parents for not bribing people for me. <laughs> I mean, they could have slid somebody a 20 or something. Well, like, some of them were, like, unbeknownst to the kids. Yeah, that but was the the kid that got, part. like, a free soccer ride. You had to know. You ain't never played soccer a day. That life. was the you had to know. Part. <laughs> oh, and then did you see like the the transcripts of the phone conversation where Lynette was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Wait, I think it was Aunt Becky." She was like, "Well, you know, you're gonna have to do something different because my for my youngest daughter because she's not like the other one. She's not stupid." <laughs> Right, now they go here that and be mad. Stupid in front of everybody. I just don't understand, like, if they were, okay, if they're stupid, get them good at a sport, put them in band. Band actually gets scholarships. Like, something, like, I don't understand. Like, if you have all that money, you have money for tutoring, you have money for lessons. Um, We made it much further without all that money. honest and i'm not trying to trying to because it really is the same damn thing but Mm -hmm. it would have been so much cheaper for them to just donate a building even though that shit is the same fucking thing and people were like oh they they didn't even donate a building like such as i want to say bitch that's the same thing but on the serious tip hell why didn't they donate a building like that would be so much cheaper you talk about the money, that <laughs> but now I'm like, yeah, just renovate a dorm or something. <laughs> right. Yo, dumbass kids gonna make it anyways. Okay. Famous. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to make sure you call them out, and I wanted to make sure that they what, knew. What's going on? Y'all are going to jail. Period. I've been dying to play that. I've had that recorded for about <laughs> three weeks now. <laughs> That's been way. Um, <laughs> So the one I didn't have it on the list, but speaking of dumbass, um, so Trump decided he got mad at like a rerun of SNL and threatened them with like a federal investigation and FTC, (laughs) and it was for like a rerun from the Christmas episode. And I was like, I wish you would just go take an American government class and figure out how the government works. Oh, <laughs> I have never wanted for someone to go away as bad as I've wanted. <laughs> God. Uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, because you know his daddy paid for something for him to get. His daddy paid for everything, and he loves talking about <laughs> he's a good businessman. Yeah, if my yeah. daddy gave me a couple million to start myself off, I'd be a fucking good businessman too. The fuck? <laughs> That's just like the same Kylie. It's the self-made millionaire. <laughs> right. Anyways, so moving along to actual uplifting things. So moving along to our someone something. So um, 
it's not often that colleges honor black people. That's all right. So it's always exciting when it happens. Uh, this was a perfect segue. It, especially when it's a prestigious college. So Berkeley College of Music honored Beyonce's PR strategist, Yvette Noel Shear. Um, she got the first ever master, master of global entertainment. And so uh, she's a PR strategist, but and she owns her <laughs> own agency. But she worked with Prince, John Legend, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. But like her best work was with Beyonce. And she kind of met um, her while she was at Columbia Records. And anybody who's been a Beyonce fan for like forever knows that right. Beyonce had a PR problem when she was in Desi's Child. <laughs> Gee, there, really? There's a lot of people mad at Beyonce when she was in Desi's Child. Really? You know, like my little sister the other day, she was like, yeah, I've been holding a grudge against Beyonce for 21 years. I'm like, what? Like, you know what? But, even, even I held a grudge against Beyonce back then. Because back yeah. then, I was like, I to be to be completely transparent, I really didn't come around until four to be complete. Now I've always thought she was amazing. I've always mm-hmm. bought all of her albums. I I know mm-hmm. all the choreography, although physically I can't do it. Um, <laughs> but I did not become an official Hive member until four mm-hmm. because I was I... against her. I really was. I don't know. I guess to me, like, I love Destiny's Child. I knew her dad was over Destiny's Child, so of course she's going to get that preferential treatment. That's why um, I hate it! <laughs> I mean, it's not her fault that her dad's that way. It's not. Uh, but when you're I immature, mean, you don't really right. think about things like that. I was rooting for all of Destiny's Child, so even when they split up, like, I was really excited for Survivor, because that's when yeah. they all really started singing. Yeah. Um, I was more excited to hear Beyonce and Kelly than Michelle, but hey, whole nother story. Um, <laughs> But I was rooting for them all, like, once they split up, and yeah, I think, well, 4 is, I was already, like, a beehive, but 4 is when I truly began to, like, yeah bloom <laughs> it's and, a hardcore you know what this this story <laughs> is you know about Yvette but I do want to say because oh, yeah. you mentioned Sorry. Michelle I want to say that I have grown to appreciate Michelle's voice I did not I I thought okay you know back then but mm-hmm. I have an appreciation for Michelle's voice now I do yeah I like I like her lane. <laughs> that was no, so, it's not shady, no, but like no, I like I, her. It it's... wasn't. It wasn't shady, <laughs> but it was. It was. It was Kurt. <laughs> no, it was. I like her as a gospel singer. Exactly, and and she has a voice built for gospel. She really does. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Anyway, we're gonna give Yvette her flowers today. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Yvette. Yeah. <laughs> You did that work. <laughs> and I, like I've seen her before. Um, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that she had worked with Mariah until this article. But I think I've seen her with Mariah before too. I just didn't put the two together. Yeah, but congrats, you bet. Yeah, you're not gonna do the applause. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I was my my um my screen, you know, went uh, to sleep, and I was trying mm-hmm. to bring back my iPad because I go through the articles on my iPad. I was trying to bring it back up, and you know, not paying attention. But anyway, <laughs> another <laughs> round of applause for you, Vic. She deserves it, and like you said, a lot of universities and specifically prestigious universities don't give black women their propers. So we're very happy for Yvette. And I don't know about you, but when black women, when black women succeed, move forward, gain achievements, I feel like I want to. So like, right. I'm just so happy for her and happy for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. Cause they are definitely knocking these glass ceilings. Yeah. Um, even if we're not in there. Feel right. And it's, yeah. It's our community thing that we talk about during Kwanzaa. That's right. <laughs> See, tying it all together. <laughs> all right. So moving along to our poor life decision of the week. <laughs> so this week, I kind of just wanted to keep things uplifting. So this one's a little bit goofy, but it's honestly still. No, like, I don't think it's goofy at all. I'm about to be goofy about it. Oh, <laughs> let me pour a little more effing vodka. <laughs> but um, so our poor life decision for this week is how to make friends as an adult. <laughs> what about your friends? Wait, that's not the song I meant to sing. Friends, um, I don't know how many of us have them. We Please don't say friends. that because wasn't that on us? Was it? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, they played I Got Five on it. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a classic song. Leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, different decades, but it's okay. <laughs> so, um, it partially, in the, um, it's just like a fun topic to talk about. So basically, you know, growing up all of our lives, you know, we made friends at school because we were there at school and people were there to be friends with in college and then after that you know we kind of went into the career world if you're like me you go to work and you go home (laughs) and uh both with like friends and dating people are like well how do you meet people it's like i don't know because i go home (laughs) pretty much so um very much i think you feel it when you first move move to a new place but also sometimes there's times when, like, your life shifts and, like, all your friends become parents and it's like, I don't want to hang out with you and your kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> Got <him. laughs> That is so true. <laughs> I love y'all and your kids, but I, I don't always want to hang out with your kids. <laughs> I can, listen, I, listen, if you ever, like, need to go somewhere for a long time and you need somebody to keep your kids, I'm the best at it. I love your kids. I will keep them and all that good stuff. But I don't always want to hang out with your kids. <laughs> Sometimes I want to drink and talk right. shit. Right. And curse without having to say sorry. Sorry, baby. <laughs> and I'm sorry. But go upstairs. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> so the notion is it used to be so much easier. And now as we become like adults, adults, like, we all kind of have our friend circles, so we're not really as open to expanding that friend circle. Right. <laughs> so, um, of course, they talk about how friends are important and we're wired to connect. That's why social media is such a big thing. is Because that's kind of like our lazy way of connecting. Instead mm-hmm. of calling your friend, you could just see that, you know, today was the first day and, like, birthday. 
and then send them a text or, you know, see they went on vacation and be like, okay, cool. And keep moving. <laughs> In fact, when I went to my 10-year reunion, or I didn't go to my 10-year reunion because I was like, I know what they're doing. They're all on Facebook and I'm not about to drive all the way out back to Mississippi <laughs> to see I do not people. Blame you. <laughs> but, um, so we're going to talk about science-backed ways. This is actually seven science-backed ways to make friends as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the first one is hilarious because it's uh, the first step to making new friends is don't. They say instead reconnect <laughs> with old friends. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> so no new friends is my motto. <laughs> I'm just like, um, if we haven't talked, it's probably for a reason. <laughs> That's true. There's just, there's nobody from like, you know, middle school that I'm like oh that's I really true need to for to you <laughs> because you are so sociable and like you connect with people every now and again because like even before we started talking like phone to phone like on a personal level every few days if I hadn't said something you to you on Twitter you'd be like hey <laughs> but for someone like me who will fall back and just never reach out you know, that's actually a really good, that's a good starting point. Because I have so many people that I, friends that I love and love hanging with, but it's like, it's just kind of, I didn't text them, but they didn't text me. <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. There's a link on it. It says, rekindle those relationships and ask them if there's anyone you should meet. Next time you get together, see if that new person can come along. Which is really weird because it's like, reconnecting with a friend and then be like hey do you have a friend to introduce me to i know that's kind of whack (laughs) but i'm really interested in this link that says to learn how to deal with a narcissist click here (laughs) i saw that too and i was like "Hmm, might come back to this bookmark (laughs) uh the next one um was called uh it says listen seek similarity and celebrate and so they say clicking with people is a lot less about you and a lot more about focusing on them. Don't be interesting, be interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do this in a way, but I feel like I can do it in a more like others focused way. So like if somebody tells me something, I will tell them a story about me that's similar to that story. But then sometimes yeah. people take it off as me being self-centered, but I was just trying to like, share our similarity (laughs) so you know and that's something that I have struggled with too and there it's really an a balancing act because sometimes it is appropriate to let that person know hey you're not alone I can relate whereas Mm. other times it's like just be quiet and let them tell their story so it does get kind of tricky to fill that out I think I'm getting better at it but yeah, I've, I I don't think we've all been there where we just kind of like, <laughs> but you know what made me get better at it was noticing it in other people. <laughs> and they always say the things that you hate about somebody is something that you <laughs> probably do yourself. <laughs> but like, I have a couple of friends that no matter what I say, well, girl, I this, this, this. And I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> is it going to be my turn? <laughs> <laughs> right. So because I noticed it with other people, I try to be a little better about it. 
Yeah. Well, I don't and- think you do that excessively. I haven't noticed <laughs> it. I mean. <laughs> I'm very paranoid about being selfish. <laughs> so or seeming selfish so i just have a lot of anxiety about it yeah i thought i was pretty good about keeping my selfishness in check and then doyen said that i act like an only child i don't even remember what it was about but you were like you're such an only child <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like i don't feel like don't you're remember. selfish but you're also still an only child. oh it was <laughs> My brand new blanket. Oh, yeah. It was all wrapped up in my brand new blanket. It was my brand new blanket. Uh, yeah. It's like I have the qualities of an oldest child because I'm the oldest of my dad's kids, but I do have a lot of qualities of an only child because of my mom's only child. Yeah. She was wrapped up in my blanket and I hadn't even taken my blanket home yet. It ain't never even been to my house yet. <laughs> okay, I digress. Okay. <laughs> Um, this one, it kind of broke it off hard. Like, I, it's not hard, but they just didn't really give you a solution. So it was like, we've all met people we thought were cool, but just didn't know how to take it to the next level and go from acquaintance, acquaintance to friend. And simple, but not necessarily easy. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I, have, I have, like, people that have been consistently talking to a mobile DFF, but I don't know how to ask them out <laughs> in public. <laughs> I need to know. That, so I I can't give you any advice on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, just like, we like just hey, go. so you want to like catch drinks or something? Like I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem. It's just like literally just like online dating, and I don't feel like, want to feel like the dude in the situation. <laughs> But, but nobody you know seems okay. to be asking me out, so I gotta ask them out. <laughs> so if like if like you're talking, I guess on a regular basis, and you kind of know yeah. what these people like, then yeah. just be like, "Hey, such and such is going on this weekend. Why don't we meet up there?" Okay, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I am the most like non-friendly person ever, and I am getting a kick out of. Helping right. someone else make all this advice and she, what to ask her what she did last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like not friendly at all. Like I scowl at people to keep them from sitting next to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the next one was be vulnerable. They said open up a bit, but don't go full TMI. Make yourself a little bit vulnerable. Uh nobody becomes besties by only discussing the weather. Um uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> it just feel like because they're like close friends are what leads to personal discussions but personal yeah. discussions but again they left me off on the password where they're like you gotta move them to acquaintance to friend and I just I can't make that jump it's kind of weird. honestly I don't know that I've made that jump <laughs> since I've been like a full-fledged adult right like I, I really don't <laughs> the last probably true intimate friendships I've made were in college. I don't know that I've made that jump. Because <laughs> oh, I no. have people that I love <laughs> and I love to hang out with them and I love to hang out with their families and their friends, but I'm not telling them my business. So right. is that really my friend? Mm, I make friends everywhere. So. You do. <laughs> you're friendly and you're cute. <laughs> um. 
funny enough, they're like, how many close friends do you need? If we go by science, you want to aim for at least five. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you about like the amount of bridesmaids I want, it's probably like nine or ten. So it's really um yeah, I have two best friends that would be maids of honor. Well, one would be a matron and then maid. And I have a sister that'd be a maid of honor. And then <laughs> I had two line sisters. Um just some other random friends I found across the way. Uh, one that was uh, in KK side with me. It's just, yeah, like it's a lot. And of course, I date introverted men, so they're like ten friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've always felt like I only want, and it's probably because I want a small wedding party. But yeah. my my blood sisters, that's that's it. That's no. all I want for my bridesmaids. I mean, my sisters are involved, but yeah, ten. <laughs> that, that's that's I, and that's because. But honestly, there's so many people that I love and people that I would want to be a part of my day that it would get too big, and I, yeah. and then I'd be worried about hurting somebody's feelings, and so it just gets down to if I just keep it here, you know, like nobody's feelings can be hurt if I just say, well, I'm just using my sister. Nobody's feelings can be hurt by that. Nope, so it's I'm like like a white sorority girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have like an 80s wedding. <laughs> it's be a lot of people. My, I think my, my co-workers, she has a really big party too. White sorority girls do it all the time. Listen, I've seen some huge wedding parties <laughs> and they were beautiful. I mean, it really was. Because I've seen some too that have been tacky, but I've seen some huge wedding parties that were beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so the next one was don't be a stranger. So first and foremost, make the time. What's the most common things friends fight friends fight about? Why are you laughing? Because I love being a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I love being a stranger, but I can truly say that what makes those of you that I consider to be my friends what I love the most about you is y'all don't let me, y'all won't let me be a stranger. <laughs> let it happen. Like, yeah. y'all won't let it happen. And I could, I could easily be a stranger and y'all like, nope, you gonna talk to me today? Or right. nope, I'm in town, you come to see me. <laughs> so it's like, I yeah. love that. Saturdays, I know are your sleeping days, but I just keep texting and I'm like, she gonna answer eventually. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I try to sleep. <laughs> But I saw, like, uh, so my very best friend from high school, we might not talk in, like, two or three weeks, and we just start talking again, and we're fine. So I like I like people who aren't going to harass me about <laughs> contacting them. <laughs> so I, my best friend from high school, <laughs> we go months, <laughs> even, we've even gone years without speaking before, <laughs> and then... We might see something on social media and like DM it to the other one, and we fall right back in line. Right. Those are like the best ones. They're the best ones. Like we never miss a beat, and I and I love her so much. They said research says check in every two weeks, but I'm like, you're not about to be an appointment with me. Yeah, yeah, no. But you know, their research, quote unquote. Um. So the next one was start a group. <laughs> 
Um, it says Denmark has the happiest people in the world. Why are they so happy? Because 92% of them are members of some kind of social group. But Ethel got us on that. So we're going to move it. <laughs> Honestly, when I got to that fifth step, I thought, this is so joy. <laughs> because I can see you like starting a group for, it said like, I think a, sew- a sewing group or a needlepoint group. And I can see I really want to have. I honestly can see Doyen starting any type of group. My goals are to have a book club that actually reads the books and a craft circle. I read the (laughs) books. That's all I'm going to say. I did what was required of me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, I think we've talked about how I just make the most random groups because I like making groups. See, if we lived in the same city, we could go to sewing classes together. Yeah. So the sewing machine can get out of it. (laughs) I really want to take a sewing class because, I mean, I have a machine and I can do some basic stuff, but. (laughs) I mean, I can make, girl, I can't even make a pillow. I can make an A-line skirt. Oh, that's cute. I mean, you're going to have to wear a slip up under it now because I can't put you no lining in it. I said I said that to one of my friends and she was like, girl, where do you even find slip? I was just thinking about that, but I was like, you know, JC Petty got you on the slip. Listen, I told her Sears. <laughs> where is a Sears? Hey, I live in small town USA. We have a Sears. Did okay? you pull up a Sears and Robux magazine? Okay, so you run it out now. <laughs> Robot bingo, robot right. bingo. It's just seniors. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. To sum it up again, it was just touch base with all friends and leverage your super connectors. So I have some friends that like I've met friends through friends. So hang up with your friend that has friends that will yeah. introduce you. Uh, <laughs> the next one was don't be interesting, be interested. The next one was open up a bit. Farm, I didn't talk to y'all about this if-then profile, but uh, basically, close friends have a good if-then profile of each other. So once you have an idea of if someone was in situation X, then they would display behavior Y. That means you're really starting to understand them, which is like, if Chris doesn't answer my text on a Saturday, then she's probably on better drill in this week. Perfect. Whereas someone else might think, you know, I'm off gallivanting or right. whatever. I know she ain't doing shit. No, you know how to do shit, but trying to sleep. That's it. Uh, it says check it every two weeks minimum. I take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, things that our habits get done. So start a group habit. So once this weather gets a little bit better, I know I'm going to try to get my friends together to go like, Outside, hiking and walking and doing active things together. And then going to brunch, because yeah. I also like to I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to hike, I'm definitely going to eat and drink afterwards. <laughs> but I think this was a really good topic going in, because I think this is something that, you know, a lot of people our age, this is an issue, especially when you are beginning a new career and you move to a new city or if you're like me and you've been in the where you are for a while but you just have a hard time making new friends so i think 
this is good. Cause, and I think that this article and this research exists because adults have a hard time making new friends. Right. And I think um, because a lot of the social structures that we used to keep, like church and things like that, people our age aren't as active in. So we are fighting, right. trying to find new places to get the social um, support. Or right. I go to church and I, I'm in and out and I try right. not to have to <laughs> and talk to people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, I go to church, but I'm in this weird age where like I'm older than most of the young people. And younger than most right. of the older people. Right. <laughs> it is. It is weird. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they say the number one tip for keeping friendships alive alive is just to let them know how much they mean to you. So they talk about how people in romantic relationships celebrate anniversaries, but you have a friend for fifteen years and you've never gone out to dinner and raised a glass to that. But I definitely remember when Markeisha, my high school bestie, we hit 10 years. I definitely did an Instagram post. I'll see it's our friend of race. So, uh, cherish your friends. Yeah, give them a hug. Send them a text. Yay, friends. <laughs> so, moving along to the buy you a drink section. And so, it should be very obvious who I'm buying a drink for today. <laughs> But if you haven't noticed, I am buying a drink for Lupita because hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, honestly, she was one of the people I remembered in like recent history where like she looked like me. She was a darker woman, and like everybody loved her. <laughs> Yeah. And she's super gorgeous. Sometimes I be getting jealous, especially when she's around Michael B. Jordan, and they she's look like so they're in love. Like they're like every picture she takes with a man, she looks like she's their wife. <laughs> and I'm just like, you she know what? <laughs> but you know, I'm just super happy for her and all that's going on, and I just I'm excited for her and us. I'm scared of her and us, but. <laughs> <laughs> We go see how this goes because this is the new level of anything she's ever done. So I'm super excited for her. All right, like I'm excited for her, but like you, I'm scared. Too. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm gonna try to do this and not cry. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'll keep it. I'll keep it really short and sweet, and that way I won't cry. So, I am going to buy a Shirley Temple <laughs> for my oldest niece. It is her birthday. She is. She is twelve, and um, I get really emotional. <laughs> About her, I get emotional about all of my babies, including my younger sibling. But she was the first grandchild, so she's my first niece. And, you know, I just, she made me be afraid to have kids of my own because of how much I loved her when she came here. And so I just love my sweet girl, even though she's growing up and I always call her my sweet baby. And she told me that she's too old to be my sweet baby. And I yeah. said, if you, if 
you want these dollars, <laughs> you're going to be my sweet baby. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I would gladly get a Shirley Temple for my baby turning 12. Soon she'll be a teenager. And when that happens, I'm sorry, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> you know, I went to go see my niece and nephew at their dad's house yesterday. And even their dog has gotten big. (laughs) And my little sister, I was telling her about it. She's like, how did that make you feel? I'm like, I feel like everybody's growing but me. (laughs) But yeah, my uh, my babies are 13 and about to be 16. So I get it. I I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised I'm doing really well now. But I'll probably cry about it later because I just love her so much. And... You know, being the oldest sibling, mm-hmm. um, it just felt like, oh, my baby's having a baby. You know, she really came along and she really changed all of our lives. And we love her so much. And um, whatever she wants, she already knows she can get it from me. So there's that. She's the, she's the main reason why I'm broke. <laughs> Yeah, I'm first world broke. I I said I was gonna stop saying I'm broke, right? Because you know, but yeah, she's the reason why I'm not as wealthy as I would like to be. How about that? Yeah, and so forth. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how you know <laughs> that I just got a notification. <laughs> My phone did not make a sound, and I just got a notification saying your order has shipped, and here's my tracking number. <laughs> Get out of my head, Doyen. <laughs> you know, I, I be knowing. Um, anyway, <laughs> you so you have made it through another lovely episode of Poor Life Decision. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> if you want to chat with us throughout the week, we are on Twitter as PLD Pod. Um, we just love talking about just about anything. Please talk to Chris about American Gods. Um, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> on Instagram, we are at Poor Life Decision. Um, one decision because we're fixing our decisions one at a time, and poor Amen. as in we like the poor drinks. <laughs> pour it up, pour it up. Watch it all fall out. <laughs> Where is my <laughs> album? <laughs> or y'all are saying chill, okay? It is March. <laughs> Rihanna said it is still 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. I just feel like she probably has the album done. And every time we ask, she it, just delays it by two weeks. <laughs> because I feel like she would do that. <laughs> anyway, guys, be sure to rate us on iTunes and leave a smoking hot review. And I think that's it. Oh, Doya, tell them about where to get merch oh yeah so we are on etsy is poor life decision it's just one word all together kind of like our instagram and you can get a lovely mug to pour your drinks in that's what i do and you can get a t-shirt so you can wrap your favorite podcast one day i'm not gonna look so tore down when i'm wearing my t-shirt so i can actually like advertise <laughs> <laughs> every, time I, every time I wear it, I it, I don't think about it until <laughs> I've had a few drinks already, and then I'm sweaty, <laughs> and it's not a good picture moment. Oh, okay. 
but you know whatever we love y'all thank you for tuning in and see you next week Bye. bye